For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. And this is the night we have, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have the legend of all legends from Delray Beach. You know, let me just stop right now because I can't tell y'all how proud I am of where I come from. And most of y'all who know me, y'all know I love Delray Beach. But when you grow up in a community like we did, and when you play ball with so many great athletes, hey, listen, we, we would never run out of people to talk to on this show. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I got with me, most of y'all know him as Mr. Donald Monroe, but we call him Dirty Ray. So Donald, <laughs> welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for having me, Bobby. <laughs> hey, man, every week I've been, I've been putting down names. I got to call this guy, I got to call this guy. Man, I'm so happy to get to you. And it's a perfect time. You know, last week we had the chance to interview uh, Dr. Norman Price. Oh, okay. Coach Price and his son, Greg. And I found out a few things about him that I never knew. You know, of course, we all knew he was a great coach. Oh, yes. A great track and field guy, Don. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Oh, man. I'm not talking about just in high school. I'm talking about at the University of Arkansas. Oh, wow. You know, Big Division One school. He had the school record at one time. Ran the forty-seven quarter. Oh, that's smoking there. He was he was putting it in. He was putting it in. So, man, welcome to the show. So so glad to have you on, man. Thank you, Bobby. You, you know the most amazing thing, Don, about where we come from is that, and and and, and people, y'all just got to understand. This is not an exaggeration. There's so many great athletes, so many talented people in the city of Delray. That you know we won't we won't be able to get to them all, Don. Yeah, I know. We right there on Fourteenth Avenue where I grew up at. We had several athletes oh that came God. out of there were tremendous ball players, and they participated in many sports. And you know, we grew up near the Carver Park area. That's right. Where we uh, participated in a lot of the activities there, 
Uh, you had some uh, great ball players such as Larry Temple, Jerome mm-hmm. and Gus Burgess, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck Jones, yes, sir. Uh, Leonard Mitchell, and yes, sir. Uh, you know all of those guys came up on Fourteenth Avenue. David Richardson, David Richardson. You know, so right. you know we played with all those guys, and um, those were some tremendous ball players. Well, I, I tell you one of the things that you know, and, and you and he just mentioned guys that he pretty much grew up with, and played with, and against. But when we were younger than that, there were some folks ahead of us that were great, outstanding football players. And I'm just finding out about a lot of it. Uh, I got some great information. Um, Mr. Pompey uh, put together a, a package of information on sports from 1944 to 1964. Oh, wow. With Delray. I'm going to get it to you because you, you, it's going to amaze you some of the men that you see, you know, um, in, in in this document, it's just it's amazing, man. Just so many guys, guys that we just thought were, you know, men who just hung around, came and watched us play, you know, had businesses in the town, you know, were just good people. Some of our friends' fathers, we had no idea the things that they did at Carver High. Exactly, you know, we right. we grew up doing that phase with Carver High School. You know, won the back-to-back championships. That's right. But Anthony Penn and all those great guys that played on that uh, championship team. Man, and a lot, of, a lot of people don't know this, but when, when Carver played, we shut down the city. That's we right. used to travel everywhere that that team traveled during that time, That's from 68 right. to 69. That's right. And uh, there was all the businesses closed and all the neighbors packed up, jumped in our cars. My dad had a station wagon then. We all piled in that. And we hit the road with Carver High School. And we had a number one band and the number one team as well. You, you know, that, that was the feel good because for me, my dad was a preacher, so I didn't get a chance yeah. to go as much as y'all did. Yes. But because I lived, because I won't, well, we, you know, we lived in Carver Park at one time. And then yeah. we moved to Southwest 12th Avenue. Yeah, right? I remember. But even at either location, you could always hear the band. Oh, yeah. And our band was so dynamic, man. It was like, I mean, it was like being at a nightclub almost and <laughs> like a block away, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like they, they, they were jamming. And, and that's another thing. We had a show, we did a show uh, a few months ago with the band members of that era, the 65 to 69 era, Carver High. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, man, it, it, it was awesome, man. Yeah, but we, we grew great. up listening to them and... Um... A lot of those guys that played there, they inspired us to, uh, to uh, do sports. And a lot of them participated in us during the summer time. I remember, you know, we used to go out during the summertime out to the gym. Right. You know, Frank Hurst was running the, the show out there and then Bubba yeah. was in the center. And uh, we played basketball and games during the summertime when we went there and we hit Bubba Tug. We was on the basketball court there. Yes. And, uh, some guy participated in a lot of things we did. And then we played Sandlot football out on the, on Carver Field. Uh, hey, man, see, that, see, that's the thing that's so different between kids now. You know, kids now, they're paying for training, Don. Yeah. Their parents got to take money out of their pocket, send them to training, and take them there and watch them and bring yeah. them back home, right? Yeah. Well, we didn't have to do that. I mean, we walked wherever we went. But we had so much going on in the streets of Delray. Every street pretty much had their own team. And then yes. you guys were right there at Carver, so you can go to Carver Field all the time. Yeah. And play right there on that field. Man, it was nothing like that time. Yeah, it was nothing like it. You know, we it was like it. 
We had fields all over the place. We had one even on your backyard over there on 12th Avenue. With That's right. Between Coach Coffee um, <laughs> uh, house and uh, the apartments up front off a of second. That's right. That's we right. got together and played a lot of sandlock football there, Bobby. And I, you know, remember those days so vividly, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it created a lot of lot, a lot of good players out of there then. A lot of great players. And, and, and you know the most amazing thing? I, I, I tell people today, I say, you know, when I was a kid, I said, I remember when I signed up to play organized football for the first time with the Rocks. When I signed up, I was nine years old, and the coach can put his 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 system in, whatever that system was that he was running, you know, teach me the plays, but there was three things he couldn't teach me because <laughs> I already knew how to do it. You couldn't teach me how to run the football. That's right. You couldn't teach me how to throw it, and you couldn't teach me how to catch. That's I right. had all three of those things, all those, all that skill down the first time I played organized football. That's right. And so um, and so it was just a great time, man, just a great – I always say this, you know, what we had as kids growing up, not only the kind of parents we had that supported us, and, and, and you just said it right there, and it's not just our parents. Our, we were truly a part of a tribe, tribe a village, because – Every parent parented everybody. Yes, they did. Right? And if you got in trouble somewhere, you know, so, Miss, Miss So-and-so, uh, look at you and say, but, is that Reverend Butler's son? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, bring your butt over here. I'm going to tell your butt. I'm going to kill your dad. I'm going to tell you, right? Everybody <laughs> had the right to do that. Yes, That's they did. Kids, right? And yes, so it, it was just a great time. You know, not only um, the athletic scene, um, not only that, but, you know, just being a mile and a half from the ocean. Oh, yes. That that, that, that was the thing there. <laughs> you know, we practiced a lot on that beach over there in that sand. You know? that, that, that sand was a difference maker. Yeah, I think I, we, I were, we, th- we started that trend way back then. And, back then. Um, right. you know, running in the sand and building up our muscles and, and preparing us for what we were going to be facing on the football field and also on the track field. On the track field, absolutely. So let's talk about you, Don, in particular, because I want the people to know, um, you know, our people would know, our generation, but the people who don't know you, um, they, they know you as Mr. Monroe, you know, you just retired and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. But you you played football. Did you play football at Carver Junior High? Yeah, I played, I played at Carver. Mm-hmm. Uh, junior high, we had uh, junior varsity then, mm-hmm. and you know, if you remember, we were still a, uh, a seventh and uh, eighth grade seven, eight. uh, was nice. the highest we went there. Other schools were ninth graders. That's right. So our whole schedule involved playing ninth graders at that particular time, and wow. and, and we went undefeated both years. Right. Exactly right. Exactly, and, and it's amazing because you know there are a lot of guys when the Delray Rock started in the late sixties, right? Yeah. There's a lot of guys who played there, but then there were a lot of guys who didn't play for the Rock. That's right. That's right. And it could be for a lot of reasons. First of all, practice, the practice field, when I first started playing, was at Plumosa. And, and if you start talking about walking, because you had to walk a Roger bicycle because the parents was not taking us to practice. That's right. That's right. You know, Carver Park to Plumosa is like, it's just too far, right? That's right. And so we used to walk. I, I was going to Spady, and I was going to Spady Elementary, and then I would go to my grandmother's house, who was on Northwest 6th Avenue. 
That's right. My football uniform was there. I get it. And me and Greg Fashaw and, and, and Benny Fashaw and Crucial <laughs> Brown, all of us walked to Pomosa from that side of town. And yeah. we had to find our way back home every day. Yeah, you know, during, during those times, it was some trying times to be walking down over to Pomosa during that time. <laughs> exactly. I remember one time we had to run home, but that's another story. <laughs> I think when I went out for the rocks, we were, we were practicing at, at Pine Grove then. Okay, at Pine yeah, Grove. Yeah, we, we were uh, at Pine Grove practicing. That's when Pine Grove, I think, was first being developed there. First being developed, okay. Uh, I forget who even were the coaches at that particular time. Right, right. You know, once we played at um, at uh, Pine Grove, we um, then next year went back and played with um, um, Carver. Finished right. up there, and then we went right. to Atlantic High School, right. uh, where we transitioned over there. Where we were, right. um, uh, it was Seacrest, and then it became Atlantic High School. Right, exactly, because we had guys. Now, your class, you, you graduated in class of '76 at Atlantic yes. High School, and but your class, probably, I don't know if any other class in our time was more talented with athletes like your class and yeah we, we we had some uh <laughs> some mo wesley Elijah davis steve canillas yes sir uh, those guys man and chuck cunningham, cunningham you know, david richardson yeah um i'm telling you those guys were, were, were in the trenches and um they were some ballers man and you guys were younger playing with us and you were a quarterback and you know, during that time, I think in 75 and 76, I think we had the fastest defensive backs probably around. You you and Larry were playing safety. That's right. And me and Mo Wesley was on the corner. That's right. That's right. So I, don't, I don't think it was anybody that can get behind us or around us at that time. I think we had the fastest. We had the fastest. And, um, you know, they, I couldn't compare. And, um, you know, we had some great times there. I think we kind of, you know, uh, meshed with that uh, school pretty good once we went to Atlantic. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they got 10 times better once we most of those athletes from on the south side came there. Absolutely. If you remember, most of the most of the uh, south side of uh, Delray went to Atlantic. That's most right. of the north side and Frog Alley went to Boca. The Boca, that's right. So they kind of split us up and split all that talent up. I don't know if, if, if all of us would have been starting if we would have went to one school, but um, right. we ended up going to Atlantic, which, mm -hmm. which was very good for us. We competed right. with two state championship game. We played both of them on our own field. That's right. And, um, you know, that was a tremendous accomplishment. You led us to those uh, championship games. And um, unfortunately, we lost, but we we, we played them well. And, uh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You know, yeah. but I'm going to be honest with you. I, when I look back, you know, I've, I've played this thing over my mind a million times. <laughs> Nobody was ever better. No. I mean, we lost. Now, my my freshman year in high school, of course, I was not I was not on that team, that undefeated team that Danny Titwell was quarterback and that lost to Haines City, on, on our field, seven nothing. But, but Bobby, you got to remember about this now. Mm -hmm. Willie Wilder, he was a world class sprinter. World you class remember sprinter. Wilder when we I went to Winter Haven? I played. I, I played with him in college one year. <laughs> I never forget that Gary Wilson was the defensive back that was covering him. And Man. Gary was fast too. Yeah. He was fast. He went out on sprint play and, and 
caught that ball and you know Willie Wilder went the distance and he went on he to did. have a, a very good career in the NFL he, too. He did, he did. And, uh, he but did. he was a he was a monster there. But mm-hmm. next year, I think we a uh, year after that, we repaid that favor to Haines City. We did. That's right. Yeah, the senior year. The senior year. That's right. That's we right. Went to Haines City, and um, we really, um, I, if you remember, we had on the bus the big payback. The big payback. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you know? I love it. Well, I think said it was loaded then too. They were loaded. They were loaded. Holmes, Holmes Johnson was playing. Johnson. He played with Willie Spencer was playing with them. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some balls. I think Holmes Johnson played with you at Florida State. He did. Man, Holmes Johnson, man, had he finished his career at Florida State, there's no telling the records he would have broke. Yeah, he was, those guys are tough, man. But I think we went in there with some determination. We did. We wasn't leaving without that win. So we did everything that we can do. Scratch, do call, pull, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we left it out there on the field. And I think at that point, mm-hmm. you know, we we really turned the corner and we were on to the state championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll never forget it. They, they called Atlantic High School uh, field, the wind tunnel. They brought in more bleachers. So we, <laughs> we, we, we sold out the stadium. And Thank you. That's right. We were having more uh, people, I think, attend that game than mostly any other high school in that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the longest seasons we ever had, if I'm not mistaken, Bobby, I think we played 19 games that, that year. We, we played, played four four uh, championship games. Mm-hmm. You know, we played four playoff games, mm-hmm. and I think we played a regular schedule. So mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a long year. But It was a long year. It was a long year. And, you know, one of the things that we, um, that, that we never did, we never carried a lot of players. No, no, we we could have, yeah, but we didn't. <laughs> well, a lot of people didn't understand that. A lot of players played both ways, man. Most and, of them um, played both ways. Didn't lead the field. I think the only thing they didn't play was kickoff. And, right. And, you know, I tried punt return. If you remember in Glaze, I tried one punt. <laughs> <laughs> got up under the punt and couldn't catch it, man. Right. Well, I, think I, I never returned to punt me. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. The same thing happened to me the year before my temporary year against Zero yeah. at Atlantic. You know, I'm I muffled one back there, couldn't get, didn't get on it the right way. And, yeah. And we ended yeah. up losing, losing that game. But well, you, that wind that tunnel, that wind in uh, Atlantic really turned oh, that ball several ways. It turned and, several uh, ways. You right. know, couldn't get up under it. If you remember, the middle of the field was always mud. Always mud. We right. never had no grass, grass in that field. No grass. You know? right. No grass. Right. And uh, you know, we used to have rodeos there. If you remember, I remember. I remember during that. track season we, we have rodeos. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But during our right. football season, we had to go in the track, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it was a must. Then you play football or basketball, you gotta you gotta go out for track. It, was, right. it wasn't an option. One no option. And, and you know what's amazing, Don? You know, football was great for us. Everybody know. When you start talking about Delray on this show, the name of the show is 100 Yards of Football, right? right? But this segment is a legend segment. People who are who are considered legends to, to be great at something. It don't have to be football. But, you know, we always seem to end up talking about football, no matter. Yeah. So what we got to do, we got to talk about track and field. Right? <laughs> yeah. We talk about track and field. Um, I've been wanting to put this show together for a while, and I was hoping on this show to have you, Muttley, Steve Cornelius, and Mike Major on the show with Mo Wesley, right? Right. 
I was trying to put that together. Of course, Muttley passed. Yeah. And when he passed, that kind of set me back. And then next thing you know, a few months later, we lost Steve. Yeah, we lost Steve. Yeah. And, you know, that was tough. And then we did a little basketball show um, with um, Big Ike Ford. Yeah, I remember Ike would play. <laughs> Mo, Mo, Mo Wesley and Chuck Jones was on that show. Yeah. Uh, we just talked a little bit about basketball. But the one thing I can say, as great as our football program was, everybody wanted to be a part of the track team. It's like we had a cult yeah. following. I remember yeah. when Mike Major came out. Now, Mike Major, ladies and gentlemen, is a 5'8", 150-pound offensive guard. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he grew up on the farm. He was tough. He was rugged. And he can play guard. Trust yeah. me now. He can play guard. He was that physical. He was that tough. And I remember him coming out for the track team. When you're talking about the rodeo, I always think about him. I can see us with that rodeo <laughs> out there on the field. And Mike was running the 880 at the time. I remember that. You know, we always had a group of guys up in the stands, you know, 15, 20 guys just together, rooting us on, or just talking about what's going on. And so Mike was running a half a mile, the 880-yard dash, what they called it, and he got on the east-west side by by, by Till, right? Yeah, I remember that. And there was a point there when you come around that curve, you know, you can see him going, and then all of a sudden there was like something that they had for the rodeo where you couldn't see. That's right. You had to wait for him to come out on the other side, right? Like there was a straightaway going back to, toward the railroad track. And man, we saw Mike, and I can tell you, he was kind of struggling because the way he was running, right? He was struggling. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everybody come out, and Mike never came out. <laughs> Mike never came out. I remember that. I remember that. Hey, we, we didn't get any points that, that, we didn't that point. but he was everybody was trying so hard to be a part of the track team yeah all the linemen everybody wanted to be on our track team but here's the most amazing thing and, and this is what i tell people you just got to find yourself That's right. so one day we're in practice mike down there down there when we were long jumping just picked up the pole vault that's right oh pick up that pole vault pole Ran on there and just jumped. Next thing you know, he was our pole vaulter. Every one, every pole vault except state. That's right. That's All right. right. Uh, a lot of people didn't know that about Mike, but he he, he yeah. accomplished that, and uh, yeah. he brought us points during the uh, bigger track meet we had. I think he got us over the hump on a couple of. Them. He got us over the hump on a couple. A couple and of them. Uh, we we stopped what we were doing to go down and look at Mike when he was uh, and Absolutely. encourage him. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. encourage him, but you you guys was, I tell you though, Bobby, I think back on those track days, man, you, Chuck, Luther Mosley, you guys were uh, the sprinters mm-hmm. in that uh, track that really, really carried that, that team, man. I tell you, you guys were burners during that time. I used to just love to see you guys run. And um, whenever we put together a, a medley team, I tell you, oh, I was man. always happy to see you guys leading off and you running that 220 because right. I tell you a lot of people don't know this about you but you were running some some world-class speeds during that time you know right. you were really burning during that time mm-hmm. and um you know I could never run a 220 I used to run a 100 yard dash in the 440 right. in the mile relay right. and um we were talking the other day and they were saying about the uh, 
Ed Harris when we were running the hundred yard dash. I have to bring that up, Bobby, because I remember that. Hey, we gotta we, talk about it. We gotta we, talk about it. We used to always argue who was gonna be the fastest on the hundred yard dash. And um, I said, Bobby, I can take you. You, know, you Mo, Luther Mosley, Chuck. I said, I can probably take y'all. I think Chuck and them had loved doing that time. It was you and Larry Coffee and all of that. Yeah, it was your it was your senior year. Yeah, so we got down, you know, and I, I had really been training that year. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And um, Ed Harris was calling the line doing that. <laughs> Ed Harris. And we got down, and we got down in the blocks. He called it, and boom, he shot. I shot out of the blocks. Well, you were gone. It was a, it was, <laughs> you said it was a false start, but <laughs> I was so mad at Ed, I tell when you. you when Ed shot the gun, you were gone. Yeah. I stopped I was, and looked at it. I'm waiting on him to shoot it again. Hey. And he turned his back on me, and I started running. I said, I can't catch that red. <laughs> <laughs> I think I turned a 9-900-yard dash that day, man. I think we were running, and um, it was interesting. You know, we, we um, used to always battle like that. I don't think I ever ran you in another 100 because I wasn't going to give you the opportunity. You won't get an opportunity, right? What you know what's amazing, though? It, it, it speaks of how competitive we were. Oh yeah. Even though we were teammates, if yeah. we run an individual race against each other, yeah. you know, now I you know, I never ran a quarter while you were in school. Yeah. If no. I got in there, I would have got in there and said, look, I he, he I know he's good, but I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get this joker right. Yeah. <laughs> and and so it's amazing. So you talk we talk about that and uh, but we had so much fun. Yes, we uh, did. And 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 people, I have to tell people. You know, the speed that we had, Chuck Jones was a good mentor for me. I mean, Chuck Jones, Chuck Jones took care of me in high school. You know, yeah, he was like two years ahead of me. You know, actually, Don, Chuck messed us up. He really yeah. messed us up. <laughs> but, you know, Chuck should have been, he should have graduated with you. Yeah, he should have. He, you know that, right? Going, yeah, he should have. Think about that. He got a little ahead of himself. In, uh, Think about in Chuck early. Jones was a senior with you, we would have never lost that football game. Never would have. We never lost that football game. And ain't no telling what would have happened in track and field. Yeah. You know, because yeah, he was a – one thing about Chuck, Chuck was a great 100-yard dash guy. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, but he can come out the blocks. My problem was I was not consistent of coming out of the block. Well, well you came out, but you always was a little high. I, I was always high. We, we right. took advantage of that with you. That's right. That's true. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. I never learned how to really run like like that until I got on the track team in college my last yeah. two years. And, and it took my 40-yard dash times down so low, which helped me, you know, do my thing, you know? Yeah, Bobby, you, you, you turned some great times. Even when we were running the sprint medal, we still own the record in the regional down in Lockhart wow. in Broward, you know, with you. I think Steve ran one leg Steve and I think leg, uh, one leg. Ran, the, ran the front leg and I right. brought the quarter in, but we still own that record down there. Wow, and uh, I think mm -hmm. we turned in a record time at, at, mm -hmm. at Lockhart Stadium. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, Chuck was a burner, man. I tell you, he was really, really quick. And um, you know that speed was developed over time, man. It just didn't come. It's not natural, you know. It's, it's most of it's natural, but a lot of it come over time from training and running. And mm -hmm. we, that's all we did was train, mm -hmm. run, and practice. You know, right. we had some grueling matches with Boca. I remember late oh, work. Lakes, Lake yes, you sir. know, with um, you know, Lake Worth with Kirby Jordan and all those guys, and yes, Nate from down in Boca. You know, uh -huh. we used to run against him. 
Mm-hmm. And then we got to uh, Winter Park, if you remember, Bobby. We had one of the best years in track we ever had there. Right. You know, that's when Houston McTier broke that Rails record. World record. You oh, remember? That scared the daylights out of me, man. I'll just tell you. you I remember. got scared. <laughs> yeah, he stayed at the same hotel we stayed at, if you remember. We, I, were, I talking remember to him. we were talking to him before the meet. Right. And, you know, he, he didn't disappear, a little normal guy. We was up there in the stands watching that. Mm-hmm. The run, I think it was 1A then, or 2A or something like that. Yeah, I think his school was a 2A school, because right? he ran against Leroy Love and Pahokia. When he oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy came out the gun. I could swear they had him They had him clocked at 8-9. They wouldn't give it to him, but he ran a 9 flat. Yeah. You know, Coach Harris clocked him at 8-9. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was the best year in track they ever had. They had Mike Robeson. They had yes. uh, James Brown from Daytona. Mainland, that's right. That's right. Two twins from Bato. From, from uh, Brandon. From yeah, Kevin and Keith. Yeah, Kevin and Keith. Now, we met all those guys, and we remember those guys. That was the best year in track they ever had. And you know who else, who else won a 100-yard dash that time? A lot of people don't know this. Who was real, real quick was Chris Collinsworth. He sure did. If you remember he won he won a hundred down there. He won it. Yeah, he sure did. Your yeah. your last year. Yeah. Your last year. That's right. Yeah. Last I, year. I we, we laugh about it. Uh, I told him, I said, Chris, I said, you know, you looked up and won it. I said, you, you weren't supposed to win it. I said, but you did. We can't take that away from you. Yeah, he was he was I fast. Said, I said, you were real smart because your senior year, he didn't run track no more. No, he didn't. He didn't need, well, he didn't need track. There's more football in. Well, he didn't need it. I mean, he did what he needed to do. That was a resume builder. He ain't got to go back and defend it. No. Why? Why why I got to go back and defend it? You know, I won it. And, you know, of course, when he won it, his name went. That's right. And so it was a good thing because in football, my my senior year, we ended up playing them in Atlantic. That's right. in, In the semifinals. And, of course, this team was, you know, supposed to be the best team in the state of Florida. They were a great football team. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, I don't, you know, we, we, we beat them at the end of the game. Jerome Burgess called a touchdown pass. Right old Chris Hand. Yeah. You know, because he played free state as well. Jerome yeah. Burgess, that's another guy. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal player, man. Him and Gus. Phenomenal player. Him and his. Uh, yeah, they live right next door to us. So right next door. And, uh, so, so I got to say this, Don. I got to say this. So I had I had some of my boys on. Yeah. On the show uh, a couple months ago. And th- these boys here in Delray, they call themselves the City Boys, right? Yeah. It's Southwest Sixth Avenue, right? Okay. Right, right there. You know, Randy Strong, Vince Strong, yeah. you know, the Parker family, Doug, Mike, yeah. Bernard, yeah. Thad, Parker, mm-hmm. right? Across the street, you had Bubba Brown, you had Charles Ferguson, Prince Arafat. Yeah, Prince Arafat. Anthony Clay. Yep. Horace Bush. Yeah, <laughs> all those great players right there, right? Yeah. But we we're talking. And they said, man, we beat every, 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 every everybody in the city, we beat them. So I was sitting there listening to them, right? I said, okay. I said, what about the boys in uh Concierge Heights? Y'all beat them boys? Oh, <laughs> Tony Scott, Tony Scott, Vic Mitch. Oh, yeah, we beat Mitch all we beat them, okay. I said, what about Jefferson Manor? Y'all beat, you know, they got some dogs over there in Jefferson Manor. That's right. That's right. You know, we, we, we beat them all, Bobby. We beat them all. I said, now, you know, I didn't witness it. <clears throat> but I'm going to tell y'all right now. I know y'all ain't playing nobody from Carl Park. No, no. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> they didn't, you know. 
Boca Boca stayed away from us. They didn't play us my senior or Fred. Or well, well, we, we never played them the whole time we were in high school. Yeah, and I think that was by design too. I don't know what it was, you know, I but think, I think it was by design, and I, I don't think it had anything to do with, you know, at the time with integration, what they went through over there, and you know, a lot of people in the black community were so disappointed because Coach Coffee not only didn't get the job. But didn't even get a job interview. That's right. That's after right. winning back-to-back state titles, right? That's right. That's right. And so and so all that going on, they didn't, they didn't want. They, and, and, and you know what? I'm not mad with them. And here's the here's the thing I, I do love about it now, because them boys who put them guys who went to Boca, the Parkers, you know Butterbean, you know Joe Chaney, uh, all those guys, Chocho, uh, John Davis, all those guys who went who I played rock ball with. I respect them. Yeah, Toot Mitchell in there. Toot Mitchell and Toot Mitchell, man. Toot Mitchell was was, was, was Al, we, Alvin Price, yeah. You know, and my cousin Tony Scott. You know, Pitty yeah. uh, Boo. You know, just to name a few of them: Johnny Haynes, Williams. You know, that whole group. You know why I'm glad we didn't play? So we can't argue now on who won the game. So we argue now. When we argue now. I always argue with them. They say, you can't count the record. I said, why well, you can't count the record? I said, my four years in high school, we didn't lose to anybody in Palm Beach County. That's right. That's they right. said, well, you, you ain't played the same people we played. I said, Forest Hill beat y'all. We beat them by 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we played everybody y'all played. Lake Worth beat y'all. We beat Lake yeah. Worth every year. We had one close stint with Lake Worth. Your senior year, when Kirby Jordan them came to Atlantic, Ron Raz. And big Hendra Watson. I, yeah. that, that, game, that game was like it was getting ready to go their way. And I'll never forget it, man. It was like it happened last night. Yep. They, ran, they, ran, they gave that ball to Hendra Watson up that dive play because he was just like Muttley. He was yep. just like Mutt Soul. Chuck Cunningham hit that joker. The yep. ball came out and I fell on the ball. And it was spinning on his head. It was, it was getting ready to score. It was getting ready to score. Yeah, if you if you remember, Bobby, in practice during that week, uh, Wilder and the defense implemented something, and a lot of people don't know it to this day. They call skate. It was a skating defense, and wow. you know that skating defense neutralized all that speed. All that speed, you know, because once they were skating, they couldn't understand what we were doing when they were running that triple out offense, yeah. right. that triple wing offense. It kind of neutralized all that speed. Because Kirby Jordan. And, Ronald Raz with nine four nine five sprinting. Man, man, legit. <laughs> I mean, we could we could run with them, but you know, those guys were legitimate sprinters, and uh, they neutralized that. I did. Uh, coaches were very smart when they They're did. Very smart. They right. called it skating, skating, and they skate the defensive end and the cornerbacks. Right. Exactly. And you guys were mopping up in the middle with in the middle. safety splitting up, and Chuck Cunningham now was rolling. Right. So, I remember yeah. one playing that game. They gave Kirby the ball and looked like he was finna go. Oh, I remember that play. I went and got him. You got him. And you yeah, know, I, re- I remember that. Just to just and when I watch the film on it now, he was running. I was I was fighting. <laughs> yeah, he was wide open, but you you caught him, Bobby. Oh, right? we, yeah, we know we, yet. We, we knew caught. you had that world class speed. I knew it. But when we caught him, I think that did something to him. Yeah. The fact that he got caught because he wasn't supposed to get caught, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're playing us, right? So, so anyway, so it was a great game, man. It was a great game, yeah. and um, we we got them. And then my senior year it was no no issue with them. 
But my senior year, Javaro Sam was, was becoming that guy. Yeah, he was the next sprinter that he came out of there. No, Javar, man, Javaro, hey, Javaro embarrassed me my senior year. The first yeah. time that I ran in, he <laughs> went, it got me from behind. And yeah. um, and I'm like, who is this guy? You know, I know Javaro, but I ain't know I ain't know him like that at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was. And then all of a sudden, he was running nine four hundred yard dashes. Put year. him, put him right there in that world class sprinter oh, mode. You know, he was. He was special. Yeah. He yeah, was. He came out of the Florida and M man and did his thing. You know, he, when he was up thing. there. He did. You know, great, great guy, man. You know, and uh, you know, he 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 was a baller too. He was a baller. Now let, let's get let's get back to track and field with you, Don, because one of the things about Delray, we always talk about speed, right? And but when we start talking about the sprint, we talk about the hundred yard dash, we talk about the two twenty yard dash, and we talk about the quarter, right? Yes. Now most people don't want to run, don't want to run that quarter, me included, right? <laughs> How where did you get where you know where you just that was your race? Did you when, when did you find that out? Did you find that out in high school? Did you run track at Carver before you left? Did you run track at Carver? No, I, I did not run track at Carver. I think, you know, when I got out to Atlantic, if you remember, Coach Farrell, you remember Coach Farrell? Coach Farrell. Mm-hmm. When we were running in um, PE, mm-hmm. we used to run to the water tower. If you remember the water tower in Boyd, right. we went outside right. of school, ran to the water tower to build up endurance. And uh, we started doing that. And uh, we did it every day. Mm-hmm. And even in in in, in uh, during that time, we were... Uh, uh, running uh, 220s and 100-yard dash when we got back. Right. If you remember, Bobby, when the thing went around school, we had we went out there and ran a 100-yard dash. Mm-hmm. They said it was under, it was like a 9.8 or a 9.7. Mm-hmm. Nobody could believe it. They recorded it. And they went in and recorded that time. They said, oh, Don Monroe ran a 9.8, 9.7 and PE with tennis shoes on. All right, the sneakers on. <laughs> they had to go out and measure the court. And they said, you, you, you left off about 10 yards. <laughs> you were running a 90. Coach, Coach, Coach Farrell, you only measured the, uh, the 90 yards. He didn't run right. yards. Yeah, I, I knew it couldn't have been 100 yards. <laughs> I wasn't running. But, you know, when, when Coach Harris uh, became track coach, you know, um, nobody wanted to run the uh, 440. And um, I knew my endurance was up during that time. And, you know, from running um, to the water tower right. and going, and um, I wanted to give it a try. And the uh, first time I ran it, I I think I won. I, as a matter of fact, I can't remember losing it when we ran. I, 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 you know, I was thinking about it before we got on the show. I said, man, I don't remember Don losing no quarters. I don't, I, you know, unless we got at state, but you know, I, 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 I've never seen nobody beat you in an open quarter. I can't remember seeing anybody do that. So I went there in uh, my sophomore year. I, I, I ran it in my sophomore year when I really started doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to the state that year. I think I was the only one from Atlantic to make it to the state that year. And competed and uh, placed up there in the state as a, as a sophomore. Right. And ever since then, I've been running the 440. And right. um, I learned a lot, you know, from a lot of the um, uh, sprinters that that were on 14. Pete Grisby was a quarter miler. Ah, that's right. Uh, Dennis Murray wow. was a quarter miler. And uh, I admired those guys. You remember, Pete went to the Olympics. He went to the Olympics. Uh, 
yes, in did. trying to run that. So I wanted to mimic that over Fourteenth right. Avenue. So wow, I practiced that, and then um, you know I learned how to run it, mm-hmm. and um, you know it, it became easy for me at that time. Mm-hmm. My body, my lower body was was, was strong, and my upper oh, body, right. my wind was strong too. So right. absolutely. Never got pushed as much in uh, Palm Beach County, right? And uh, neither in Broward County. I can't remember. And right. uh, we went all over, and it, you know, it wasn't a quarter mile. I think Scott Kamadi was one that, that really uh, pushed me when we ran. If you right. remember that, he, he right. used to be able to fly. He used to be able to fly. That's right. But, but I burned him up up there in Twin Lakes when we right. ran. But it was um it was it was a dueling race. It's one of the toughest oh, races in the track, and other than the three thirty hurdles or the four forty hurdles. That now the four forty hurdles, I, I just can't. I, I just close my eyes when I see that. I just can't even imagine running that because a quarter alone by itself, and yeah. these guys are flying now, man. Yeah, they they doing uh, <laughs> they running forty threes, forty fours, you know. Wow. And um, you know we. I'm pretty sure at some point in time, you know, we were never pushed mm-hmm. uh, here in, in Palm Beach County. We didn't have the sprinters here that can push right. you, right. Chug, uh, anybody. We just burnt up everything. You know, Vogel used to try to give us a run, but we we always ate them up. In Lake Worth, we we did the same with them. And John I. Leonard, they had Carlos Carson there. They had Carlos. He, he was a sprinter. He, as you know, went on to have a lucrative career in the NFL. Absolutely. absolutely. Now, now you know the thing about John L. Leonard, they had the biggest track club in Palm Beach County. Yeah, they did. They did. They had a million distance runners. <laughs> they, did. they did. But you know, they had Carlos and that was it. You know, and so he look, he'll get he's gonna get points in hundred and two hundred. You know, ain't, ain't no ain't no doubt about that. He's gonna win the hundred or he's gonna win the two hundred. Yeah, that's they, true. They, they didn't have a relay team, right? No, we yeah. I think we own the relays here. We own the relays County. in Palm Beach County, hands down. Mm-hmm. None of the boys from the muck can mess with our relay. Oh no, they we used to burn them up every time. You know, you. No, that's something I had to tell them. I respect the muck. Yeah, you know, I, I respect them because they've done some great things. They had some yeah. great talent athletes out there, but they can't talk about their race, bro. Because yeah. you know they never did. When we were in school, not slighting them, we were better. That's just it at the end of the day. They never beat us at anything. They never beat us at football. football. The whole time I was there, they never beat us in track. I have to say this all the time about football. In my four years, and you one year ahead of me, we never lost to anybody in Palm Beach County. Yeah. Yeah. I I was Glade Central my sophomore year, your junior year, out there in the muck, 6 6 time. Yeah. But we never lost to anybody in the county. Yeah, never lost to anybody. Never lost to anybody in the county. A lot so, of people don't understand that. That's a tremendous feat, man. You're talking about some great athletes that we're playing. We're, we're talking about guys who played in that time. You know, you and I had to defend Otis Anderson at Forest Hill. Yeah, that, that's... And, 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 and we won that game by 40. You know, I think you came out with two concussions in that game, and you well, never I, knew. I, hey, listen, listen. I'll never forget that game. That was a special game for me, right? First of all, that game, what I remember... From that week was Coach Wilder. He would dog me and pray. He said, you're going to get run over this Friday night. <laughs> right? and, I mean, he would make me mad. He ain't nobody running me over, right? You'll see me in the cafeteria during the day. Oh, he's going to run you over this Friday night. <laughs> it was the best game I had as a 10th grade. Yeah, he didn't run you over. You went low when he I went, went low. 
And Bobby, you were you were 142 pounds then, if I remember. I was I was, I was 135 then. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. You I brought that with no help. You held on to everybody got there, but you you were right. I remember that. That one play, we dropped the head and hit head hit helm the helmet. I don't remember nothing. Chuck said I went into their huddle. They had to walk me out. <laughs> yeah. Otis Anderson was a beast, man. He 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 also went on to have a, a, a great, great career, career in the NFL. So you talk yeah. about Otis. You talk about Carlos Carson, who was a great wide receiver uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, all pro. Matter yeah. of fact, matter of fact, he he's um in the Hall of Fame with the Kansas City Chiefs. And, that, and, and that's that's big now because yeah. forget the Chiefs of today. We're talking about guys like uh Ed Potter, like yeah. Ben Austin, yeah. Otis Taylor. Carlos Carson's right there with Otis Taylor in Kansas City Chiefs history. So that's yeah. big. Then we talk about Cooterhead, Anthony Carter. You know, <laughs> just a special, special, special athlete. Yeah, he was a I think he was either a freshman or a Sophomore, when I'm my he's senior a sophomore year, or your senior year, he's a and sophomore. if you remember, we played Suncoast up in Rivera Beach. Rivera Beach, That's it was right. about 30 degrees that night. I remember we, we beat them like a drum, we had them like 30 to something or 40. Right. And we, our defense wasn't scored on Holly that year. We, I mean, oh, we right. had about seven or eight shutouts. That's right. That's and right. this little skinny kid <laughs> in the fourth quarter got behind. I don't know who was playing then. I don't oh, know whether right. Tennessee Walker was in there or who. Uh-huh. But this little kid got behind our, our secondary, and he, he scored a touchdown. We were upset about that because we ended uh, up scoring the other touchdown. I say, who in the world? Yeah, he scored. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you that. I just said something that was wrong. He was a freshman. Yeah, yeah. he was a freshman. He was, he was a, a freshman. He's two years behind me. So I was that, he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. That made it even worse. <laughs> you know, when he let a freshman score on the, on the defense. We had seven or eight shutouts that year. Nobody scored Nobody on us. Nobody scored on us. And he came in and did he his came, thing. He came you know, in you know, and did that. One thing about him, we talk, I, you know, we're still good buddies. I, I talk to him all the time. We talk about, and he forget. He don't remember. He he, he don't score so many touchdowns in his career. He, he, he forgot yeah. more than half of what he's done, right? And so I told him my, my senior year, I said, you know, um, we're playing you guys in the playoffs and we're beating you guys by 30. And I say, I had Jerome Burgess in the corner of the end zone wide open. And I threw that thing out there on that corner route, you know, on that, on that bootleg, right? He mm-hmm. ran that seven route. And AC came out of nowhere from free safety and picked it off at the one yard line. Yeah. And start running the sideline, and I'm now I'm mad now, right? I'm angry. Yeah. I want I want to hurt him, right? Yeah. <laughs> I pointed at him. I pointed at him, dog, and I start running at him, and he did that one little school trip. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah, I went that way. He went 99 yards. Yeah. He said he and so he always would get us with something. Yeah, he was a phenomenal player, man. And phenomenal player. after I left, and I think you left, uh, Ashwood, I think my brother was a year behind you or two years. Uh-huh. Him yeah. and Jerome had to play against Anthony Carter. It was always a grueling match, you know. And, uh, and them guys had a great team back then at those days, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he gave them, you know, Anthony Carter used to give them hell. He gave them fits. I'm, I'm going to tell you another thing. So we play against that guy. Carlos, Otis Anderson, 
But we had my guy, they call him the city champ from Pahokee, Mr. Ricky Jackson. Oh, yeah, Ricky Jackson. NFL Hall of Famer. He's an NFL Hall of Famer. And so you think about playing against those guys, we're all in the same division right there. Yeah. You know, we played Glade Central the first week, we played Pahokee the next week. I mean, yeah, the same, the next week we played. The next week. And people, and I tell people, I say, now, Ricky is a great player. We can't ever take that away from Ricky Jackson. But I said, there was a guy who played on the other side of Ricky named Remus Johnson. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we going to take our chance running at Ricky. We're not running at Remus, right? <laughs> we're going to run at Ricky. <laughs> and Ricky was standing making plays. Yeah, but he was know, making plays. But you know, the thing about Ricky, to say that, everywhere he went, he was always the second guy. Yeah. And everybody ran at him, and he became an All-American. Running right. at him, he became a god dog on NFL Hall of Famer. That's right. Running at him. When he went to Pittsburgh, you Green was the All American. Other right. Ricky was on the other side. That's right. Right. And so everybody was still running from you Green, running at Ricky, and he was making All American. That's right. That's <laughs> right? right. He, he go to New Orleans, and Pat Swilling was on the other side. And he and he rushed his way all the way to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was. Being he was a great player. Boke had some great players, but like oh. you said, that, that Remus Johnson was a monster too. That's we, <laughs> we were running double wing, the wing back at the blocking. Don, there's some guys you just have to say special. Right? <laughs> I mean, they just what can you say? I mean, they just just so far ahead of everybody else, man. Yeah, that was some that was some great players, man. Bobby that, mm -hmm. that really came out of Palm Beach County, like you said, you know. And uh, that's on our team. Uh, you went professional. Larry Coffey went professional. That's out of our defensive backfield, you know. Yeah, two went uh, professional football. And you played 13 right. years. 12. I think like 12 years. And Larry played quite a few years, too. Yeah. And um, that, that says a lot about what, what just uh, come out of Delray. You well, know, Atlantic had a lot of players since then go professional. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what it takes? You know what it takes, Don, more than anything? You know, the old proverb, if a man can conceive it, he can what? Achieve That's right. it. That's right? right. So if a man can visualize and see it happening. So you look at my time. I was just fortunate, you know, because when I was nine years old, um, I was the laughing stock of everybody because I would tell everybody I wanted to be a <laughs> ball player when I was nine years old, right? That's right. I, That's I saw right. Gail Terrace play one night. I said, That's what I want to do. I went in my room. Nobody told me to do this. I wrote down, I'm a pro football player. Put it on my dresser draw. I was nine years old, Don. And, and Don, after that, I would go out and say it. I would get my, my white T-shirt, put 40 on it, and go out and try to fake everybody out like, like Gail right. right? And then next thing you know, I got pretty good at that, right? Sure. Faking out people and learning how to run with the ball. Even though I was kind of skinny and long, I learned how to run with the football. I was a young guy. And then next thing you know, I go to a Carvajal game and I see number 10 play. Yeah, Anthony P. Forget Gail Sayers. That's mm -hmm. what I really want to do right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's when I really start throwing the football, right? Start throwing the yeah. football in the street. And, you know, every time I'm playing, I'm the quarterback, right? And I want to be a quarterback and things like that. And then one day in the street, Bump Mitchell saw me playing, sat down and watched us play. You know, I'm not, we're not thinking he recruiting or anything like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he stopped the game and said, look, he asked me, he said, Bobby, how he, how all those kids out there, he said, he said, Bobby, how old are you? I told him my age. He said, you going to play with the Rockets? I said, I want to play. 
And he stopped the practice, he stopped the game. He had he had he lined up uh, guys and had them running routes and had me throwing them balls. Yeah, I was ten years old at the time, right? And then I played for him, and we won the championship. And then you know I played some receiver at the Rocks. I played quarterback uh, two of those those years, and then I come to Atlantic, and we start going right. Yeah, you were starting. I think you started your sophomore year. Yeah, I started safety my sophomore yeah, you year. Was backup, yeah, I was backup quarterback to to uh, Lee Wallace. Right? Yeah, but you know what's amazing? Um, I got a chance to see Barry do what he did. Yeah. Yes. And Barry, um, I don't know if you remember, Don, when we played Dillard in that playoff game in Atlanta. I'll never forget, we were in a defensive huddle, and the announcer, whoever was announcing the game, said Barry Hill was in the stadium. I don't remember him saying that, you know. Ten seconds later, I had picked that ball off and went 65. Yeah, you did. I remember that. I think you stepped in front of me and got that one. I stepped in front of you and got you all you you were always stepping out. I was always a step step behind you. It was coming to you. Yeah, but, you picked you jumped in and picked that one off and right. But but it was an idea that one from Delray played at Carver High, who we all, you know, yeah. just we loved him. He went on and now he played with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And now we see somebody that's from the neighborhood. You live over there in Carver Park. That's right. Miami Dolphins, right? And then he'd go. And then when I was getting ready to go to school, he's the one telling me what I needed to do. Barry has some good instructions for me, man. He said, now, Bob, you do what you want to do, because I really want to play quarterback. You know that, right? Yeah. But no, nobody, no, no Division One team, a couple teams run the option. I don't know. I, I, you know, I said, no, you can get anybody to do that. You don't need me. That's right. And uh, well, you know, you know, Barry probably is not one of the greatest. He was one of the greatest athletes in Delray. One of the greatest athletes. And we had quite a few of them, but he was a lot of people don't know this, but he was even a better, if not greater, basketball player. I, I think he was, I think he's a better basketball player. I've seen him dunk 50. Oh yeah. And yeah. I, and and I, I used to attend those games and he was one of he was a phenomenal player. And for him. Big Daddy Hunt and all them guys to get recruited by our our in '68 and '69. That's big. Hour. That's big. That's he big. Won. That's big. And, uh, he accomplished that, and um, yeah. that was almost unheard of back then. Mm-hmm. Days, and um, he went there and he represented him and Big Daddy Hunt. They did. They and did. Uh, that was a, a great accomplishment that they had. Penn, I think, went to Bethune. He, he, mm-hmm. Him and Alfonso Wilson and all those guys. Oh, cover, Randy Strong. Yeah, they gave fam <laughs> a lot of trouble during them days. <laughs> Josh Kinnears, they a lot of the Derry oh, guys ooh. went to uh, Bethune-Cookman and um, went on to have some good careers. But um, Anthony Penn was also a, a great, great um, uh, role model. He was a great quarterback. He was yeah. a great leader at, at Carver. They had a lot of great players there, you know, that came out of there. I mean, they Even did. before him, he had a lot. They did. Yeah. And, and so you think about it, you said something earlier that's important. And and um, because I've had a few of those guys from the 63 team on. I had Bill Caesar on. Oh, yeah, Bill had, Caesar. Uh, you know, Coach, um, um, uh, oh, shoot, uh, Lake Worth Coach. Um, oh. 
Oh, he was Lake Worth coach when we were playing Lake at Collins. 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 Coach Collins. Nate yeah, Collins. He was Lake Worth coach when we coach, were playing. Coach, coach Nate Collins. Yes. Bill Caesar. And I had one with Red Odom. You know, they all oh, played yeah. high school ball together, right? Yeah. And probably played on the best Pompeii team ever. Yeah. Right? I mean, when you start talking about they got all the statistics, statistics wrote down. When you look at what they did, they body of work, bruh. Because, you know, Yvonne Odom, one day I was, I had Penn on, I had uh, Greg Dobson on, I had all my boys on, right? I had Randy Strong, you know, I had Big Daddy Hunt, I had them all on the show. And, and I'm, I'm I'm like a little kid in a, in, in the got dog on candy store, right? With my fingers in the jar, just taking it up. And Yvonne Odom wrote down there in the chat line, I don't think they had the best team in college. <laughs> <laughs> She made it be known. Huh? She said, Pompey has some teams. You need to check it out. And then yeah. I did. And they had some great teams, man. They well, had um, I had uh, quite a few uncles that played at Carver, too. Robert Spells, he played linebacker there. Robert Spells. Ben, uh, him, Monroe, he was a quarterback there. That's and, right. Um, you know, and uh, those guys all had great teams, man. And those um, guys played some great ball back there with Pompey during those days. Man, what you what, what you talking about? And, and so, but and it's almost like, well, what is it about Delray? <laughs> you know that. So because here's the thing: when, when I talk to those guys, you know, I like read over, right? And they didn't have no, you know, little league football. They didn't have no Delray Rock football. He said, with us, when you got like in the eighth, ninth grade. You can you on the football team, but you have to wait your turn, yeah. you know, unless you like um, um, <clears throat> Bill Caesar. Bill Caesar was a three-time captain. Yeah, think was. about that now. He was. So I mean, as a tenth grader, he was a leader, <laughs> bro. Right. That's big. That's big, especially back then. So anyway, so he said the talent pool was so big because not only did they get all the black kids from Delray. They got all the black kids from Boynton. They got all the black kids from Lake Osborne. And they got them all the That's black right. kids from Pearl City. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so, no, we think about that. And they had so much talent. They said, we just had to wait. That's right. You, you probably won't want to play sometimes two years. If you play, if you started two years, that means, all right, you're doing pretty good. Doing great. You're probably going to get one year to start. Right, and so, but you have to wait your turn. And so, I had um, Kelly Brown on the show, and he was talking about Barry, how Barry, uh, when he was young, how he'd be out there, he'd be fighting and trying hard, trying hard, but he was getting his lumps and was being developed. And when his time came, we know him today as one of the greatest of all times. Right? One of the greatest, yeah. And so now we look at our time. You know, half the kids in Derry went to Atlantic, the other half went to Boca. Okay. And we had a lot of great talent at Boca, a lot of great talent at Boca. If we'd all been together, somebody was going to play. They were going to have to wait their turn. Yeah, that's what, like they did that call. what we said. Yeah, yeah. but then competitive, competitive, you know, in all sports at that. In yeah. all sports, in all sports. If you think about basketball, right, you know, we always think that in, in, in Palm Beach County, basketball is given to the guys in the north end of the county. You know, Roosevelt, Roosevelt is at the best basketball program down there. Yeah. Yeah, and when we integrated, we integrated schools, that Roosevelt became North Shore. 
Right. You know, Coach Floyd, Coach Roosevelt, in 68, when he was a young man, they were 27 and old, Don. It was 27 and old and won the state the first year that we were allowed to play the white schools for the title game. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Andrews was the head coach of that team. And so, and then we integrate. Next thing you know, he's over at North Shore. And we know that story (laughs) real well, right? You know, Conrad Jones, Curtis Brooks. Yeah, Curtis Brooks, Conrad Jones. Yeah, those guys. Oh, my God. God. I mean, dude. um, Daryl Mitchell, uh, Derek Harper. You know, we we couldn't even get close to beating those guys. We couldn't get close to that, right? We couldn't get close to that. And so the, the, the talent of the county was off the chain. But if you take those kids from Boynton, because Boynton played basketball, Boynton, Boynton boys played basketball. Yeah, they do. And you bring that to Carver, because you know, I remember when, when during the time when uh, when Barry was playing and Toe Francis was playing, they had a dude named Sammy Barber out there playing from Boynton. That's right. That's right. Sammy Barber from Boynton, yeah. He was, That's right. So the talent pool, man, is just unbelievable. And this is the most, this is the craziest thing. I was down there this past fall for Delray Rocks, um, uh, for like their uh, homecoming. And I went to see Eric Davis' team play. He was coaching seven, seven and under, right? right? No, it just didn't make no sense, man. <laughs> when I saw them boys play, it immediately took me back to my first year with Bump. Because he had about four dudes on that team. Eric, you can give it to any one of them. And they'll take it to the distance. Gone. Yep. When I played for Bump, it was four of us. Me, Van, Van Williams, yes. Bernard Parker, and P. Nanny. P. Nanny, yep. Snake, little brother. <laughs> yes, I right? remember. You get a ball to any one of us, we out. That's right. <laughs> we, we gone, right? That's right. And so I'm like, all these years, man, this just don't stop in there already. No, it doesn't. And it continues into this day. It continues to this day. And it's, it's one of the most amazing stories. And I really have loved it. The, um, I, it's just been an honor for me over the years to go places and somebody say something about Delray, somebody who knows something about Delray. You know, I was up at, um, we did a, I do football camp, me and an ex-teammate yeah. of the company in 2001. And we travel all over the country. We do youth football camp. Uh, and we're up in Charlotte, North Carolina. And what we do, Don, when we get to a city, we don't bring everybody from Atlanta. We'll bring like three of us who play pro ball from Atlanta. But we'll recruit guys who play like in that area. Right. Like, we, so we were, play, we were at Charlotte. And so we, were, we, we brought this guy on named Al Wallace. I didn't know who he was. He's up there talking to the kids. Big guy. He's talking to the kids. And he said, well, you know, where I come from, he said, we play football very young. He said, you know, I play for the Delray Rocks. I'm like, (laughs) he played seven years for the Carolina Panthers. Wow. I never knew him. But guess who he is? Gina Sweeting's son. No. Yes. 11 years. He played 11 years in the league. Wow. I never knew that. Great man. There's so much we don't know about. And of course, we know about the Parkers. We know about Brandon yeah. Flowers. We know about uh, 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 David Clowney. There's a lot of great guys that's yeah. played that played in the NFL, you know, from Delray. But you'll be surprised. You might just be looking at flicking up the TV. He's from Delray. Right. I never knew that. 
man, we got a lot of guys playing pro ball. Wow. And I have to, and because I don't, I'm not in the know, I have to always call some of the boys from back home. Yeah. Who's already playing where? Let me know so I can keep my eye on them. Yeah. You know, so, hey, it don't stop, man. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. Hey, listen, man. I appreciate you, man. Man, we had a great time. We, we got to do this again. Most and definitely, Bobby. We got to get we got to get me, you, Chuck, um, get some Larry Coffee, get some of the guys on the track team together, man, and, and, and do this again, right? Because I'm, I'm going to tell you, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, you know, in track and field, this, the Philly events always start the, the meet, right? Yeah, I was a long jumper. We go out there. We, I start early. You know, we do the prelims. They always run the 100, the 220, and all that kind of stuff. We do that see, early. But late in the midnight hour, that last event, some people call it the 4x4. Four four. We it. call it the mile relay. Yes, sir. And we'll have a big group up there in the stands. And we'll start off with our first two legs, and then Steve Keneas get that third leg. Now, Steve Keneas was the monster in the room by himself. That's right. And Steve will bring that thing in. And they bring we bring it to the anchor man, and everybody in the stands be saying, "Kick dirty red, kick dirty red." <laughs> Monroe get that stick, and I don't care where they at. They can be they can be halfway around the track. He gonna get them all before he cross the finish line. Man, love you, man. Thank you, man. For you too, man. Thank man. you for having me, Bobby. Hey, anytime, bro. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.